Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Hope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your uh, Monday. I'm here to motivate, to push, to frustrate, to anger. My job is to evoke an emotion. That's the whole point of the podcast. If you're not moved to think about something in a way you hadn't previously considered, then I'm failing. And since it seems like people are listening, I can't say that I'm failing at this. You know, Uh, I enjoy doing it. I carve a very specific amount of time out of my day to do it, to share this with you guys. Uh, Things I've learned that I think might help other people. Uh, Things I'm convicted and believe fully in. I try to share with you guys because, you know, I've been on an epic journey to self-discovery and uh, personal growth, I guess, for the last 30 years or so. I think I started in 1989 when I realized, like, hmm, I'm missing some parts. Like, there's parts of my emotional range that don't seem to to fit uh, where other people are. You know, I made, I went to college and I made friends with um, really popular, beautiful, smart girls and they just had gears that I didn't seem to have in my uh, gear shift there. Um, I was uh, fast or slow, you know, one or five. That that was the gear for me. I really kind of skipped over the middle gears and there's a lot in the middle. So uh, I had to learn, you know, I had to learn to be more patient. I had to learn to be more empathetic. I had to learn to be um, more kind I had to learn to be brave enough to be myself. Um, And everybody thinks that's the domain of coming out of a closet or something. But it's true for all people. To get comfortable in your own skin and be who you are, that's that's everybody's life's work. Um, I watched a documentary yesterday out of Omaha. And it was about these twins who grew up in, uh, you know, the hood of Omaha. Uh, And it was hard for them. You know, they fell right into gang life. All the things that plague low-income communities. Their parents were drug addicts. They fell into, uh, they were born into a family that was tumultuous and uh, you couldn't count on their parents to be there all the time. And, you know, they kind of had to raise themselves a lot. And it's, uh, so to come out and be a sensitive, thoughtful, kind young man in that environment would be very challenging because, gang life, you, you got to fit in with everybody around you and no one wants to get beat up or get their ass kicked every single day or taunted or teased because they're not cool or they're not strong or they're not down. You know what I mean? So, and I get it. I've talked to enough people. I've watched enough documentaries that gang life, you don't even really have to recruit that hard. People just want to belong to something. And it just so happens that they're in a criminal life, but that's all they know. And so that's what they teach. They teach what they know to the younger people, because that's what someone did for them. And it ain't the way, but it's a way. And, uh, you know, I think it's hard to just be yourself in the world. If you're smart, funny, especially if you're smart in a, in a tough community, people don't care about you being smart and getting good grades. If you really want an ass whooping, be the smart kid in the hood. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but yeah, I remember coming home. So I went to Catholic school and then you'd just be walking home and the public school came from the other direction. So you meet in the middle to get home. And I remember 
dumbing down my words, not really talking much, just for, uh, forgetting everything I had learned at school that day because them kids weren't impressed by that. They, you know, that was just going to be an invitation to get threatened. And uh, it's sad to say, but that's the world we live in. So I think it's important to be brave, uh, to be who you are in the world. And if you're not where you want to be, you've got to put yourself in a different mindset because um, you cannot change what you don't acknowledge and fix. You know, uh, if you have poor time management skills, if you're one of those people who keep saying you're going to do something, you never really do it. You got to fix that bad habit. And I'm a firm believer that you have the life that you've designed. Yeah, everything that's going on in your life, all the stuff that you're frustrated by, it's you did it. You made a series of decisions that put you right where you are. As soon as you accept and embrace that and change that and be good with that, your life will accelerate and take off. This stuff is not a secret. I could call it that if that'll make it more appealing to you. Um, What you think about is what happens. So if you spend all day, have you ever noticed miraculously, and I'm going to use a graphic example because it's going to work. Have you ever realized or thought about when you, this is an example of thinking about what you think about and turning it into reality. It's a primal example. It's graphic, but bear with me. Have you ever visualized having sex with someone? And then when you're actually having sex with someone, that person, it's like, whoa, I, I thought it was going to be like this or it's way better than I thought it was going to be. But you were thinking about that person so much sexually that it was bound to happen. Now, take your brain out of the gutter for a second. Stop thinking about that person <laughs> and get back to the bigger issue, which is if you thought about your career goals as much as you think about getting with somebody that you, you know, had a crush on for so long. You know, if you thought about your life goals the way you think about that t- part of your life your life would magically transform because where you put your attention and where you put your energy, that's, that's what gets the gas and the, and the fuel. And that's what, that's what starts the ignition, you know, but when you, uh, only think about who you want to get with, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> when, when you think about, well, uh, that's the only person I, I want to be with sexually. And that's all I'm going to think about all day, every day. That's a problem. It's an obsession. But think about it. How many times have you been obsessed with something? Even if it's not sex, even if it's like food. Like I know people who eat really poorly. They love like, uh, you know, those weird sandwiches from like uh, Burger King. Or they can't wait for the McRib to come back. And yet, miraculously, the McRib is always kind of coming back, making comeback appearances. I mean, it sounds strange, but it's true. People are getting their wish sometimes when that happens because that's something they really, really wanted. But I feel like we live in such a strange truncated society because it's almost like we get punished for the things we really, really want, you know? So, or we think we will. You spent, you know, however long having sexual fantasies about someone, you had sex with them, you probably got pregnant or something, or they dumped you or the sex wasn't good or something happened and it didn't go right. And then you're like, see, I'm being punished because I was sexually obsessed with this person. But that's not really how it works. Sometimes people are just jerks. (laughs) A lot of times people are just awful. (laughs) But I digress a little bit. Um, 
But my point is the same. Whatever you're focusing on is what you're going to be giving your energy to. And that's what's either going to expand or contract, depending on what type of energy you're giving it. So if you're not where you want to be in your life, then that should be all the motivation you need. There's nothing I can say that will make you um, more motivated if you're not happy with your life. You know, those are things that you have to decide and fix for yourself. And it's not easy because no one spends an inordinate amount of time teaching you all the stuff you need to know about living a successful life. You have to go out and find it for yourself and find the languaging that works for you. I had to pretty much learn how to be a sensitive, thoughtful, caring kind of person. That's who I am at my base, not in a braggy way, uh, but that's who I am. But we you know, like I said, I grew up in a neighborhood where you might get your ass kicked if you use proper English. So you have to learn to stifle certain parts of your personality trying to avoid an ass kicking. But, you know, I didn't let that overtake my whole life. I wasn't going to sacrifice the the future I saw for myself because I was afraid of a few bullies. Fuck them. And I feel like that's the way we all should be. You know, get out here and live your best life. And you have a mission. Only you know what it is. No one can take it from you. They'll all try to talk you out of it. You know, and these will be people that say they love you. But you know what you came here to do. You get out there in this world and make your mark. Because that matters. And if it's loving and kind and brings something to people's lives in a positive way, you're going to be successful. So don't be discouraged. Just put your head down and do the work. Do what you got to do to get out of where you are. Be smart. Don't make the kind of mistakes that you can't unmake. And just get out here and be you. We're waiting for that. I know I've been waiting for me for the last 30 years. Finally, things are finally things are starting to feel like they're supposed to feel. Because I finally feel like, yeah, I'm going to get to the mountaintop. I've been working at this since I was 20. I interned at Warner Brothers when I was 20 years old. And it's taken me this long to figure out how to be the woman that goes on the lot and make shit happen the way I want it to happen. So if I can be patient, I know you can. I know you can. And you don't have to be as patient as I am. I'm giving you some some tools here to use. (laughs) Uh, So just get after and be focused. Whatever it is you want to make happen, think about that in a positive and constructive way. And, and watch the magic happen. and But really think about it positively and block out the negative. Never, ever envision all the stuff that could go wrong. You don't do that when you think about having sex with somebody you really want to have sex with. You never think about how terrible it's going to be. And if you are, you're doing that wrong too. Sorry. Have a great day. Also, just wanted to make a note that we're, you know, my music production team has been stellar. They're super professional. They've stayed very patient with me as I have had to kind of take a little break from the music side and the supervision over there and let them handle that part as I am pursuing, um, you know, a content deal for my film and media part of my business. So, uh, we kind of got separated and dug into our own lives, but then we realized, hey, we didn't release nearly as much music this year as we did last year. 
you know, we have a small but loyal fan base. We need to make sure that they know we haven't forgotten them. Um, Quattro has performed well. The single Quattro has done really well on a track. So thank you so much for that. And then I said, okay, well, if you guys are so smart, let's go ahead and just try to, to figure out how we can, um, get music out for the rest of the year. So we're going to do after starting October 25th, we're going to release a new single every Friday. Um, and it'll be everywhere you listen to music. Uh, just, just some songs that we've, we've, uh, gone back to, we fixed, we, uh, um, reconceptualized or things we think should make a bigger splash that didn't really get the love. So yeah, we're, we're going to release 10 singles, uh, to end the year. And we're going to take you into 2020, uh, with, uh, with a song. Cause I think 2020 is going to be a big year. I mean, it's certainly setting up to be a huge year for me, uh, personally and professionally. And I think my team is finally coming together. Uh, and I'll be able to like adequately compensate everybody, <laughs> So that'll be nice. And uh, I just feel like 2020 is going to be our year. And hopefully we'll get a new and good president, someone who's a good human being and effective. So, um, yeah. So we're going to be doing that. So be on the lookout for that. And also, um, they can't be too mad at me because for any content deal I secure for media, I already got them booked to be uh, the music supervisor. So that works. We have a, a, an extensive catalog of music and, um, you know, I have to placate them somehow. <laughs> future money. But the good news is it feels like future money is here now. So thank you so much for your patience. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And be on the lookout for that. October 25th, we're going to end the year strong. That's a theme. You get it? See what I did there? All right.